Hello and welcome to Cameo, guys. I'm your host, Mark Nelson. And as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. <laughs> Just the force. <laughs> I'm here too. Yeah, as promised. You managed to show up for another week. Another one. Always good. Four. Four? Yeah, yeah. Four. Four yeah, it's four. Run. And what a movie to show up for, though. I know. I know. We, we had this on the Wheel of Pain as something to not enjoy. But I've got to say, after some of the films we've watched... Oh, it's in the better half. Oh, God, was it, was it fun? <laughs> it was... It was I, I enjoyed that a lot more than the first time I saw it. And in no means is it a good movie. No. no. I'm not, I'm not going to say that, but... No, it's not. It's just... It's a bit of fun. Yeah. It's just a bit of mindless fun. That's what you want sometimes. <gasps> Who chose it as the movie for us? Was it... Yeah, I think it was... Was it you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was me. I think we've all, we'd all seen it previously. Yes. We'd watched it at your house. I can't remember. I'm not sure why, because it's not why? something I remember finding and saying we should watch this. It might have just been it was on, on TV. TV. And I yeah. feel like it was on... A lot. No, like, really late. Yeah. And then the, the next time I saw it was actually on TV again. Oh, it God. was wasn't something I saw since no. that I watched it again. It was just on. <laughs> what a film. All right, let's, we'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. What have we uh, been watching this week? Me? You. Yeah, you can go. Me, okay. Oh. I, I was on Netflix and I'm like, I want to watch something awful. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie Thunderstruck. Not the Thunderstruck that you're thinking. So this is about uh, uh, Kevin Durant, who played for the Thunder at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a kid took his talent. Oh. So this is <laughs> like... This is a mix between like Mike and yeah, like Space Mike. Jam. Is Kevin Durant in the movie? Yes. Oh, and I, I like in this less. movie, he loses his talent and everyone starts calling him washed uh, up. Hence, stuff. hence how it's kind of like Space Jam where you saw those basketball players. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture between the two. Yeah, and they yeah. like swapped it via holding a ball. That's exactly how it happened in Space but like Jam. In this was, it was like magic yeah. and like the... The kid goes, oh, I wish I had your talent. Yep. And Durant's mm-hmm. like, oh, it takes hard work. Oh, whatever. Not this time, mate. It was so much fun to watch. I really? recommend. Yeah, it was awful. It but... sounds right up Banksy's yeah, It was so like... much fun to watch. Like, this the kid... pure excitement in your eyes now, Banksy's <laughs> So the kid, the kid <laughs> starts <laughs> off as the worst basketball I've ever seen. Of course he is. Gets the talent. Get, uh, goes to his head. How do they show how he's doing, like, missing layups, can't bounce the ball? Uh-huh. That's great. He goes for spin moves. He throws it away. Yes. Why are you with spin moves? He, <laughs> lay, he lays it up by just like chucking it at the bottom of the ring. He's good. And then he just goes full ball. He's like 16 and he becomes like a phenom in the high school thing. Does then he get in trouble with the NCAA? No. Oh. No, this, that doesn't happen. No, it's not. That, <laughs> Does, that. Doesn't factor into this No, one. no. And then, uh, yeah, they, they, get, they get it back by magic again. <laughs> I think one of my favourite... Basketball moments in a movie is in is it along came Polly, oh with um yeah how he the sweaty body is that yeah the... yeah just the someone thinking they're amazing saying uh-huh. like the let it rain and puts up an absolute brick and <laughs> just, just it's only like a thirty second montage that's worth no, watching. This kid knows he's bad. He gets the talent. All goes to his head. Yeah, becomes a star. <laughs> averages forty eight points a game. Yep, I believe is what they said. Zero assists. But yeah, I recommend it. Okay. It's great. In a really, I was bad really way. unsure at first, but I'm I'm more on board now. Uh huh. So that's what I watched. I think I might give that a shot. Um, what have you been watching, Bags? Well, in hope that this will inspire you to watch Mystery Road, I've started watching Luther. It's not, but okay. 
Oh, I tried. Uh, yeah, Luther. <laughs> like it's, it's, I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, there's a new season coming out after like years and years and years of there being no Luther. Yeah. What's I'm, Luther? I'm happy. It's Idris Elba as a British detective. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I like the the crimes they're investigating more so than a lot of the oh, the characters are still good, except the the crimes are probably more interesting interesting than. I think Luther's Luther's got a bit of house about him, and sometimes it gets a bit gets a bit much. So I he can't, finds a way to just yeah, just mm. a bit too much of a mm. yeah. Um, so I can't watch episodes back to back to back. I'll just be I yeah. put one on and I'm like, oh, I don't. Good. I don't think it's a very binge no watchy kind of show. But a lot of British shows like that when they're like seasons are like six episodes yeah. long. It's like one is enough. Yeah, kind of no. come back to it. Not Mystery Road. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Road. Is we did four so in a good. day. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I, I planned to watch one and it just kept mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Alison, what I've, are you watching? I've watched it, I'll, I'll talk to two things. So, uh-huh. uh, Jess and I finished the latest season of Unreal, mm-hmm. which was real good. Got real, like, that show's been dark, but it, it's getting real dark. And this was their version of doing Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, where rather than geez, it being good. one bachelor, it was like the boys and the mm-hmm. girls, and but their whole kind of like fucked up spin on it was very good. Okay. Um, and then was getting Jess to start watching the Trip movies. Okay. Rob yeah. Brydon uh-huh. and Steve Coog, because we got tickets to go see Rob Brydon next year. Ooh. Because he's coming in March. Yep. <laughs> you go? Uh, no, I'm not. No, oh, Bakesy. Well, the because the pre-sales just come out, hasn't it? Or are they well, all tickets are on sale yesterday? Yeah. No, I was looking at it. I'm very, I'm very excited. I haven't really watched any of his stand up, so I'm very curious to he's see what good. he's going to be like. Oh, I'm, I'm, he'll be funny. Which yeah, because we we love him from Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, when he was full Welsh, like, mm-hmm. but that. So yeah, we're watching that, which is yep. going on. Yeah, so cool. And more Steve Coogan. Just more Steve Coogan, but I was mainly there for Rob. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's let's get into backyard ashes. Bakesy, I think you're going to steer the show a little bit on this one, just because uh, I don't have my phone on me. With so. some of the, I guess the... Should we almost caveat this? Because I know for a fact, and I don't know why, we do have some international listeners. So this is going to be... Oh. Like, we're talking actors they've never heard of. So let's preface it. This is a very low-budget Australian, Australian movie. movie about yep. people playing cricket in their backyard. I think the... Four Ashes. Four Ashes that the are not... The story of... Okay, so the director is Mark Grentel and the writers Peter Cox and Mark Grentel. The story behind how the movie came about, I think, emphasises that point that it is a very Australian movie because mm-hmm. Mark Grentel is from Wagga Wagga. Where the film is set. Where the film is set. Yep. The film is also... The film takes place in his grandmother's backyard. Mm-hmm. Ah. The, the funding... So it was $300,000 to make. Mm-hmm. The funding was from the council, it was from donations, and it was from remaining shares left in the movie sold off. So it's literally like they made $350,000 from this. I think a large portion of that came from that area mm-hmm. because it was just such a big thing for that community. From Wagga? Yeah, from Wagga. I think there was Orange, Albury. Like on the, the opening night, they were saying it sold out like, you know, four or five oh. cinemas. Um, well, just good on from, them. Just from showing that. So, yeah. there's a lot of little, um, I guess, nods to the the suburban Australian way of life. Like yep. suburban country. Yeah. Uh, so, mm. I think if if you are 
an international lister and, and then decide to watch this movie, there might be a few things which are seemingly nothing jokes, which other people might find quite funny. Oh, I think they resonate very well with Australians. Yeah. Like, everyone's played backyard cricket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's also got another movie coming out, The Merger, which is also set in Wagga. It's instead of being a cricket based movie, it's mm, I've got its page through footy. Up. So yeah, one of the lead one of the leads in mm-hmm. this Backyard Ashes. What's his name? Damien, Damien Callanan. Yeah. Looks to have written this one and is starring in it. So each year the Melbourne International Film Festival picks one film oh. for its centerpiece gala in the middle of the film festival. This is it. They've selected this film. The merger. Can we get tickets to it? I was looking at that and I told Johnsy, I'm I'm away that weekend, but it's on August 11th. <laughs> you guys are... And then the other screenings, I think the um, the premiere when it's not at the film festival is, I think it's in Bright, like it's going real oh, regional. Yep. Okay. But then it's... Is Cameo showing it? It might be because it's... Um, if you're I listening, I think it comes Cameo. out August 28th. And you better be listening. Find a copy of The Merger. I think it's coming out August 28th. Well, are you going to be around then? I'll be around then. So, Let's bank on that. Yeah. Let's yeah. bank August 28th. Mm-hmm. But the there's time. high hopes for the merger. And again, set in Wagga, I think a lot of the funding is done around the same area again. Um, so knowing... Well, I'm having a look at the poster now. That, and yeah. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. John, oh, John Howard. Yep. I think, I think the merger might have more of a story. Yeah, I agree. Than this did. This, because this, the the birth of this idea was very much centered around that's the killing the cat in the backyard, ashes yep. are created, and then from that they kind of made the movie. Mm-hmm. That was the centerpiece, and that's really the only idea they had. Everything else, I think, was just kind of like, oh, this would be fun. This yeah, just fun. throw it in. Yeah, I think yeah, he's the next movie might have a bit more substance. Well, the merger is about obviously a merging of two clubs that they yep. don't want to happen, so they get. Immigrants to yeah, play, I believe. Because they get funding to have yes. immigrants. And interestingly play. enough, it's the third time John Howard has starred in an AFL-themed movie f- slash film. He started his career in the praise club? breakthrough role in the club. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. My um, granddad was in the club. He was in one of the pub scenes. Drinking. Right, so we, we have to, to get a copy and watch it now. In the, oh. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll add the, the club to like, the list. I feel like I've watched that at school. Yeah, like it's just one of the things where they're like, right, we're filming in this pub, and whoever was actually in the pub at the time ended up in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's good. Yeah, that's that's really my only fun facts about the movie. But yeah, it's it's, I guess, movie of love there with the amount of time and effort that would have gone into funding it. Hmm. And and like, yeah, it's good to have a like a smallish town. It's a bigger small town, I suppose, yeah. Wagga Wagga. So to sort of have them, they get their movie. Yeah, which is cool. And yep. I'm wondering how many of the extras in there were literally just locals who were like, "Yep, I most think you could bank the entire film on that." Yeah, yeah. apart from like the people that are obvious, like Australian actors. Yeah, yeah. Because the the main guy was in Peter Rabbit, the Pom guy was in Peter Rabbit. So you know the the couple that try to buy their house at the end. Oh, of course it was him. But again, that was filmed in Australia, so I always keep forgetting that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. So, Trivia. let's go into the cast, maybe, for yep. people that will have... Yeah, uh, should we really? I think John's got the cast. Yeah, there's not it's... that much to... So, there's Felix Williamson, who was uh, the whinging pom, I yep. believe they've got him as. Uh, Andrew S. Gilbert as Dougie. Uh, so, for those listening, and I'm sure this is the only way they'll remember it, mm-hmm. 
Dougie is the dad from Round the Twist. I believe his yep. photo is from Round the Twist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. Need to update yep. it. Yep. Um, oh. He was in Look Both Ways as well. Yes, he was. Mm. And oh. the way I remember Spock, Spock, Skid House. Yep. He yes, was he one was. of the main guys in Skid House. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other guy, whose name I never remember, but he's just, in my mind, Blue Healer's Man. John yep. Wood. John Wood, yeah, is Blue Healer's Man. I always John get Wood. he and John Howard confused. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Always. Um, and Rebecca Massey was Dougie's wife. She looks familiar. She's... I just can't place her in any other... Uh, show because I'm going to assume the only other things we would have seen these people in is TV yeah and yep. not necessarily movies it, just just yeah it's TV yep. all TV. the guys were batting well above their average there all their partners were far too good for them yes yep. especially Norms yep Norm yep. was a battler <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's pretty that's, that's the cast yep. to be fair and then yeah it's one of those things like the cast are faces you know mm-hmm you know they're not great, but go along for the ride. Because I'm pretty sure none of the British people were British. No. no. You'd hope not. But no, that's, that was the point I was trying to make before. I think they were less the English team mm-hmm. and more his colleagues that also played cricket with him. But so they did have British accents, his... though. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Oh, no. Well, they tried. <laughs> So that's how good they whether were at it. Yeah, whether or not they succeeded, we aren't too sure. But there was an attempt made, at least. Yeah. So, how, how do we discuss this movie? Let's let's do a quick synopsis. Mm-hmm. I reckon we can manage that. I've actually found quite an interesting review on IMDb okay. titled, right down the middle, 5 out of 10 stars. Um, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the movie opens, just a c- couple of blokes just setting up for some backyard cricket. Mm-hmm. Worryingly, first few scenes, I'm going with... Oh, we're going into some bad racial territory yes. right off the bat. So they, to be fair, they're trying to show Australia. Yeah, yeah, like the, like the multiculturalism. So there is jokey a, bloke, yeah, mateship. So type there's deals. the Asian neighbour mm-hmm. slash colleague because all these blokes work together, and the Indian colleague and the accents on them were Indian or Sri Lankan. I, I thought it was Indian. Indian. There's also a Kiwi as well. There's a Kiwi because yep. then the, the Spock's tell him no ball and that was a Murali thing mm. which is oh, Sri Lankan very good point yeah. but I don't know no no I'm, I'm going with that so again but it's that but maybe that's the racist really, part of it yeah it's really mm. some stereotypical kind okay. of accents going on and, mm-hmm. but um, so yeah straight away it's just a bunch of blokes that just play cricket in the backyard mm-hmm. they're having fun it's, that's really it for the first yep. scene it's just they go to work play more cricket yeah, While they're, they're probably supposed to be working, <laughs> so they're all they're all factory workers. Yes. So, um, but then like the British... one guy works at the pub, uh, John John Woods, John Woods at the pub, is Merv. Merv, Merv, Merv. Um, and so yeah, they're at work, and mm-hmm. an announcement comes over for them to all assemble for a meeting, um, which is where we're introduced to the Pommy character, yes, who is there to create efficiencies in the business. It's it's like so we weren't sure if he was the new manager yeah. or he's taking over a certain aspect of it. No, I see. He's he's literally they've been taken over. Yeah, yeah. And he's his is the kind of role that gets sent in. Was this Adam to, Scott in Parks and Rec? Yeah, to two. to lower costs and make things efficient so that it can become profitable, so they can sell it off. Okay. Or in this but, instance, so, but to make it better, so they don't have to sell it. So off. he'd be a more permanent role because he bought a house. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah. was my yeah that was what yeah. I, mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Okay. Um, and but the first thing he does is we're going to lay off a big percentage of the mm-hmm. staff. 
all of our leads are safe, but one of them, Norm, the old battler, who, as we kind of pointed out, he was ready for retirement. He was ready like. for retirement. I get the feeling he's been there for a long time. His redundancy package is probably pretty good. Well, we said we, we were saying possibly mm. in the the thirty year mark. Like, yeah, you'd think he'd be doing all right. From the sound of things, he didn't get redundancy though. Um, <laughs> they because, just kicked him out because he thinks legal. Because they all cracked the shits, and Dougie's just yelling at his new boss. This yeah. is bullshit. The yes. next, settle down, mate. The next day, mate. Norm sells his house the next day for a massive loss. Apparently, is it the next yeah. day? I don't know how time jumps. <laughs> time in this movie. is very fickle in this film. <laughs> but Norm I sells think, his house. Yep. Yeah, and I think so it was like a, a year, two years. Yeah. I reckon this movie went over. So <laughs> Norm's years. moving out. So we're back in the backyard because they're having a bit of a send see off. a Norm yep. send off. Uh-huh. Just from the brief glimpses into Norm's backyard and his house, much better house than Dougie's. Yeah. Like, was there a pool? Oh, there was pool, like the flotation stuff you have in the pool, mm. except I didn't see a pool. Mm. So I just liked having it. I've lost just in it. case someone had a pool. <laughs> He just loved his bath time. But I, just, yeah. I think I think Norm had maybe bitten off more right. than he could chew with that no, house. With the house, yeah. And then he he, bought, he sold it for less than what he could have. Yeah. To get out so of there quick. They're all shitty, but so they're playing a one more game, mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a bit of a send off, and they're starting to question, oh shit, who's going to move in? And it's a bit of a somber affair. Yeah. And Dougie mentions he doesn't like change. He doesn't like change. Good old Dougie. That he does not. No, he hasn't changed his hair in decades. <laughs> <laughs> that does not like that change. was not in the script. <laughs> um, and then the pommy boss moves in next door mm-hmm. because, of course, that would happen. What are the chances? <sighs> and I feel like he'd make a lot more money. You could probably get a better house. Now, was this? It's now Boxing Day, so we're or New Year's Day. Yeah, the, the New the Year's Day. Sorry, it was New yeah. Year's Day. They move in on New. I think it was before that. No, no, they've moved in, but then yeah. New Year's oh, Day is the next. Yeah, barbecue. Because all, all this stuff playing. happens, I'm figuring like around December, we're kind of introduced. Yeah, real, real shitty time for yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So it's New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. They're straight on the grog again. These yeah. blokes. Yep, they beat their wives. Is my <laughs> is my summary? Like they're on the grog far too much. I don't know whether they beat them. That they they they, they s- tend to they drink a fair bit. They've said some stern things to them. I had a look in their uh, on top of their microwave. They had a lot of those talking boonies. Oh, really? <laughs> so they've gone through some VB slabs. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. So um, they're playing cricket. They've invited the new neighbours over, mm-hmm. and only the wife comes over. The pommy bloke doesn't want a bar of it. Which Doug and his mates are quite happy about. They're happy yeah. the pommy guy isn't there. Yeah, because. It's their boss. They yep. don't want him at the barbecue. And he's a bit stuck up. He's very stuck up. Yeah. Sitting there patting his cat. Dexter. Yeah. Oh, Dexter. And uh, as the party starts to become a bit of a rager, mm-hmm. and, uh, his son Pigeon just rocking out some heavy metal in the shed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, son, <laughs> crank it up. Crank mate. it up. Crank it up. The wife's like, what are you doing? And he's just giving her one look and she stopped talking <laughs> straight away. She went back inside. Yep. It's eight o'clock. We're pumping the music, yeah. love. Give it a rest, sweetheart. And uh, I'm ten beers. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> don't, you, <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> oh no! And uh, the pommy, he's just—he's furious at this. He's incensed, and he's—he's he's in bed. We reckon it's easily eight thirty-nine. Probably because yeah, daylight savings. Yeah. Come on, mate. The wife comes back and get another bottle of wine, and she's just like, "Come on, mate." Yeah, I didn't know she was guys. getting another bottle of wine. Just another bit of shardy for her. She, yeah, she was enjoying herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always the case though. The the wives are the 
than the sensible ones. Steady on. Seems. Steady on. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm meaning in a good way. I'm telling you to steady on. I say they all beat their wives. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so he he's just furious at this. Mm. And then uh, everyone leaves for the night and he starts erecting a larger fence. Mm-hmm. Because he's done with the noise, and actually there was no fence, yeah. There, so there was there no was a, gate, yeah. There's a portion of the gate, property, which, so he made a gate to show a clear. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be friendly, and, and then things escalate because yeah, he he and Norm had like this portion of the fence which was cut out because they were they were so close they could just walk into each mm. other's backyards. Yep. and obviously he's erected a fence to say no, no, yeah. And then off, mate. he builds the fence up because of something else happens again, and he then gives him the finger, and he gives him the finger, the and then the fence comes crashing down because mm-hmm. he doesn't build things properly. And then they just shove all their shit in mm-hmm. between it to form a, a Berlin-esque wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's now Australia Day. Oh, God. Another barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is where things get a bit... get a bit dicey. They do. As they're playing cricket and... Well, Dexter you, the cat yeah, yeah, you has that become the, quite yeah. accustomed to hanging out mm. on the top of the barbecue. Mm-hmm. The barbecue, which at the very first scene of the film we see is quite volatile well, and I don't almost know it explodes. Is. It's like it's, he's it's modified a, it. He's it's, made it into yeah. a furnace. It's, it's an incinerator. Yeah, it's an incinerator. Yeah. I'm not sure how it cooks. Like, the process we saw him cook the chicken at first, not I'm not good. sure how that works. No, because it, it didn't do anything to the foil. Burns the outside. <laughs> yeah, the chicken is raw. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just burnt. <laughs> so, uh, not smart. But the cat's up there. And uh, Dougie oh. just belts a cracker of a shot. Just leans back and Unfortunately, just straight into the face of the cat who falls into the... F- like, through? Into it. And then the ball... Unfortunately, bounces and hits the big red button. The igniter. <laughs> yep, the igniter. Which, why it's that big, we'll never know, but for comedy's sake. Yep. And uh, the cat's dead. Yeah, and apparently, fucking barrel of laughs. <laughs> yeah, everyone. <laughs> Even better, Pigeon, his son's filmed it. He's yep. loving it. So he uh, collects the ashes. The ashes. And it's somehow charred but mangled collar with its bell on mm. um, and he he goes over next door to say to tell him what's happened yep and uh, he doesn't yep. believe him until he shakes the mm-hmm. container and can hear the collar um, and then things escalate because the son posts the video to YouTube it's 150,000 hits goes viral it's... goes viral it's on the news and everyone knows the news so. is loving it mm. like 7, 10 like, wagga wagga not much going on well, Some was, prime news. Yeah, yeah, there was there was also the actual network ten, not just their prime stuff. Like, well. yeah, true. And then that just random reporter <laughs> yeah. who reminded me of Abbott. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that did. suit. So, um, <laughs> things are real tense now. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the reason for why they then have the match. Oh, the They're the really- wives um, leak it to the media. They're like, oh, we, we've yeah. heard you're going to do a match. Because Dougie, um, Dougie tries to apologise at the pub and gets yeah. nothing and things get a bit worse. Yep. And that's when we also see the the Pommies uh, lemon cricket squash. mates mm-hmm. all get lemon squashes at the pub and leave an outrage when they <laughs> see this, right. when they, they see the... Uh, Not a single the, sip was taken out no, of those no, squashes. No. Fuck the squashes. And good. yeah, when things get even worse after Dougie tries to apologise and he says, no, no, and just walks out, mm-hmm. then the wives start talking. 
and they I'm not sure if they leak it to the media or something. That, it seems like that's what they've done. Yeah. They call up and say there's a there's a match between the Aussies yeah. and the and the Poms over these ashes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more? So then so then we get a we get a training montage. Oh, because so the good. game is going to start and it is just grim. That 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 makes the movie this montage. Actually, there is one scene in this montage that gets the biggest laugh and that is when they are spying on the other team. <laughs> And Spock and what's the other bloke's name? The other Kiwi. Yeah, or oh, just my, the Kiwi. So he, um, they have a ice cream van, yes. and they're all piled into the ice cream van, staking it out, staking it the... out, and they go, "All right, we've seen enough. Let's let's leave quietly." <laughs> As they drive off, <laughs> a the ice cream truck music starts, <laughs> but as the van peels away, uh-huh. you're just left seeing a line of kids. <laughs> We were lining up uh-huh. for to ice buy some ice cream. <laughs> I wonder how Run long they were there. It. I, like, they, were there the they were there the whole time. Which makes it even better because the Kiwi bloke was leaning out of the window <laughs> eating <laughs> an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the the Miss Weeper band is quite um, quite famous because I was I was listening to one of the interviews with the director and they're saying, oh, does the Mr. Weeper band make an appearance in the merger? And he's yeah. like, oh, I forgot to do it, except apparently it's... It's got some legs. Everyone wants the Mr. Whoopi van. From this movie? From this movie. Like they were saying, oh, is this like something he does in... He just They want it in oh. the next one as well. Oh, it's one of his tropes. It's the okay. ice cream trilogy. Well, yeah. I'll, I, I, in my mind, it was the best part of the movie. Yeah. It was perfect visual gag. Also, because as the kids ran off, there was one at the very back of the line who oh. clearly missed his cue. Yeah, the boy. <laughs> he was standing there and he's just like, oh, and then ran after everyone else. That was one of the highlights. And then uh, the Asian man was getting almost training from the old mm-hmm. veteran and mm-hmm. just good old standard I loved, sports I loved it. montage. Yep. And the music behind it was written for the movie. Uh, one of the guys in the movie who was... The old veteran. The old veteran. The, I think he was a scorer in the end yep. for the final mm-hmm. Ashes and plays in it. Um, yeah, he wrote the song, plays the song. That's great. Yeah. It was good. So then we're, we're almost at the match, mm-hmm. but then the Pommy does a dog act. Uh-huh. And uh, tells all of Dougie's mates that they need to work on Saturday. And if they don't show up for work, they're fired. So Dougie's up shit creek. And so he's he's just watering the garden in anger. (laughs) Yells at his daughter. And the daughter comes up and just wants to... What is it? The wrong'un? Yeah, I've I've practiced me (laughs) wrong'un. Practiced me wrong'un. Let her fucking bowl the wrong'un, mate. Dougie! Fuck off, sweetheart. I've had a gutful. The wife is just furious at this point. And she understands the mistake she's made when she does it as well, because she <laughs> runs straight inside. But uh, yeah, it's intense. But he he makes up for it because he, he, he invites her onto the team. That he's playing um, uh, on a towel with his Test cricket. I love uh, it. See, one of the, try like, and explain that for our listeners. Oh, the board game, <laughs> fucking who? Oh, it's no. a very difficult <laughs> game to play. But the, some those, plastic cricket. <laughs> oh, yep. The little jokes I liked throughout was like that. Don't use the good towels. Like they're they're for guests. Yeah. Or don't use the good scissors when you're cutting like the top of the ice cream, or the icy poles. Who's saying don't use the good stuff? That was the the mum. Oh, yeah, okay. don't use the good scissors. Don't use the good scissors. Don't use the good kitchen scissors. Oh god, on it. And uh, I think then we uh, both Dougie and the Pommy bloke are asleep, and they have dreams. Oh, that's and, god. Uh, this this is the this is this, their whole budget. I reckon this borderline nearly turns me away from the film. Yeah. It's it's uh, like a real life version. I think you and I both laughed. Maybe Nelson as well. 
The slapping. Oh, the slapping. Yeah, that was. Oh, cool. that was good. So the the first one, Dougie's dream was him in a real life game of the board game Test cricket, mm-hmm. and just the the Pommies bloke um, faces just imposed, and he's laughing, and then the ball turns. Giant. It was not good. No. Uh, but the next one was like an old timey go back to the body line series. Yep. Type. Dream. So they, they can't get Dougie out. He's made something like 900 off a he's, few he's, overs. He's, yeah, off three overs, which yep. is not possible <laughs> for apparently our international listeners. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the, the, the Pommy bloke's given a bit of a rev up, and uh, the, the funniest part of the movie is he keeps slapping that one guy. Yep. <laughs> you can do it. Slap just keeps on going. Just when they think it's done. And they were walking off. I'm like, do it again. Does it again. Does it again. So good. So we're at game day. I'm we are, sure. and somehow they managed to fit the entire town and its media into its into the backyard. Yeah. E- even in in the first scene when I saw everyone playing, I'm like, "Geez, that's a tight squeeze." It's tight, isn't it? And now when you see there's two teams, <laughs> so how do you never? How do you even stay in? Because you've got to either hit it real hard. Oh, when or you're I going saw out. when I saw the scores, I'm like, "Well, it's got to be all boundaries." Like, I think the, it's a lot of fours. The, yeah, you're not running when they're talking quick singles. I'm like, "Well, it's not tippity, just just yeah. boundaries." Yeah. So yeah, the, the the game comes, the game yeah, all um, the all the guys all the guys that were asked to work have just, just, have just Norm's shot, back. Up. Norm's taken some. Oh, Norm's come back days with his, off work. His bucket hat. The Barmy Army rocks up. The mm-hmm. bloody fanatics show up. Yep, it's on for young and old. And um, a game of cricket is played. Yep, some fair amount of stuff. <laughs> well, I'm just not. Happens. I'm not doing a shot by shot call of this game. Uh, no. No. So let's just say... The Aussies win. The win. They go to the video umpire because it's a contentious call. Yes. Uh, the Pommy begrudgingly accepts that he has lost. Mm-hmm. And a friendship is formed when yep. Dougie gives him the ashes, even though that he won the ashes. Because I think that's that's obviously a play on the real ashes. Yeah. Well, I think it's, the it's Australians kept with the original. The original yep. Yeah. yep. And uh, then we cut to Boxing Day... A year later. Probably. Yeah, 11 months later. Um, and they're all mates. He's, yep. The Pommy's there. The, the uh, Pommy's lightened up a bit. He's doing his own commentary. The is down, so uh-huh. they're off there sharing the Brings backyard. Brings his cat into yeah. the backyard. Yep. His new cat. His new cat. Dexter 10. And uh, they get they get ready. He bowls the first bowl of the match. and That's it. Dougie belts it. And just before we fade to black, it's heavily implied that he kills the new cat. <laughs> Well, he he at least knocks it over. I don't know whether the barbecue's on this time. I'm taking that it's implied that it's dead. If there's anyone over, Dougie turns the barbecue on. Yeah, the fucking Dougie. I didn't like Dougie. He was a bit too competitive for me. Yeah. Like, it's he, a... He's told his boss day one to piss off. <laughs> they play That's not cr- smart. They played cricket in the warehouse. Yeah. It, they... you, you have every right to be told off. Yeah, they had a lot of uh, dead weight at that warehouse. They needed to <laughs> cut a lot of it. All right, so before we get into our thoughts, I want to read this one review. Okay. It's, it's longish. So, title right down the middle. Really a five and a half, hence my summary title. But that wasn't an option. I was a bit bored at first, but it was a rainy, lazy Sunday. So I kicked back and sat through it. And you know what? As it went on, it grew on me. Yeah. Oh, good. I don't watch cricket, nor do I understand the rules. But it doesn't take an aficionado or a genius to figure out that backyard cricket is a pastime over in Australia. Where is this person from? Oh. In a way, this movie is an ode to the love of the game, family, and friends. 
and got ourselves a wordsmith. Mm. Um, you won't get big laughs out of this one. Jeez. At oh, least come on. it didn't happen for me, and I suspect it won't happen for most. But you'll find yourself smiling, and that smile will remain for a while after the movie ends. Okay. Right. This guy's happy. I like it. Yeah. Um, another thing about this low-budget little movie is that it is clean, good fun, except for a bit of swearing, but nothing to write home about. It's something the whole family can enjoy, or an alternative if you just need a break from the raunchy stuff. Not every comedy has to be full of cursing, douchebags, and tits. Well, there's a bit of cleavage going on. Not sure what he's talking about there. Yeah, and a fair bit of racism. Yeah. What's he coming here? What's he saying here? The first it was good. I'm just... He's... I'm going to go into it, but all of a sudden he's just talking about cheese and crackers. Uh, This is a cute, feel-good movie about the possibility of making friends, even with your enemies. That puts some faith back in humanity. Yes, there were cliches and it was a bit cheesy, but come on, admit it. Sometimes you're in the mood for a nice little chunk of cheese with a few crackers on the side and a beer. If you've got nothing to do on a rainy evening, kick back with the family, pass the cheese and crackers. Oh, yes. Crack open that beer and give it a shot. You might be surprised. Pass the fairy bread. (laughs) Give us the ice vovos. Oh, jeez. What a review. That was something. Uh, That's a pretty good summary, actually. I like that. It's not... Incredibly laugh out funny. I think no, the one time no. we really laughed out was the van and the slaps. And the slaps. Yeah. But yeah, he's right. There's there are a lot of nods to feel spend good. the movie, yeah, mm. yeah. In a good mood. And there are a lot of nods to what goes on in a lot of Australian backyards when you're playing cricket. Like yeah. they're talking Look, the about arguments uh that that always happens. People never think they're out. Yeah. I'm gonna name drop someone. Deno. Oh Deno. <laughs> well Deno would uh He'd be Dougie and not want to go out. He would six and out but not go out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, he goes, no, I'll get it. He goes, oh, it, it's kind of unspoken. Like if you if you're in a big backyard and there's only two fielders, you kind of you kind of hit it in the area of the two fielders because it's like, mm. well, we want to actually have a game. Deno would try and hit it to the one spot there is no fielders. He's <laughs> like, no, no, fuck ya, I'm making runs. Yep, didn't like that. No, didn't like that at all. But so there's always the one. So there is. Yeah, good movie. Yeah. Good Aussie fun, I reckon. Let's let's. So I think it's safe to say for us, Bakes, it's a. Give it a watch. Oh, definitely. And especially understanding like the the story behind it getting made. I don't think the writers of it would have cared if they made any money out of it. I think that but for the people of that community they they'd give it ten out of ten. Yep. But obviously we aren't in that community, so we No. Don't. But it's yeah, it's great. I would one hundred percent watch that again. Yeah. All right. With us. What's what's the review, Cam? I did enjoy it. It's good fun, but I don't know how I. I've kind of I've kind of fucked myself with these reviews because I don't <laughs> I don't really have like a, a system of rating. I just there's no scale. A, I throw a number out there. You go off your... out of enjoyment. Yep. Uh I did enjoy it a fair bit. So. I think you can still give it a like. It's not a great movie, but it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. So that's it's settle a, down. Don't sway him. It's a fantastic movie. It's just <laughs> oh, it's it's a. It's a three and a half Dexters. Three and a half Dexters. Three and a half Dexters. I think if you know what you're getting when you're going into it, it's, yeah, exactly. it's pretty much bang on. Yeah. Is that because they, they definitely lost at least one Dexter in that film and that <laughs> end shot, we don't know if it's dead or not, so there's your half. Yeah, now nah, that's a fair review. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have anything else? Well, is it now time to spin the wheel again? I think we'll spin the wheel because I feel like we've still got a big backlog. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've had quite a lot of uh, listener suggestions we haven't got to. Yes. So we still have Paddington 1 and 2. Yes. And we have Glengarry Ross. 
I say our next goal, bar anything else that just mm-hmm. comes out in cinemas, is to get those done. Yep. And then we will spin the new, no longer the Wheel of Pain, but the Wheel of Mystery. <laughs> yes. To see if we get a good movie or a, a bad movie. What a rebranding. <laughs> hey, mate. Positivity. Get around <laughs> it. I like it. That's good. I just um, like we won't get to some of those movies now. The bad ones, hopefully. Paranormal Activity. I will still get them. Paranormal Activity 2, Bags. Come on. Uh, that one was like a scarier. So there is that. So, yes. I, so we, I don't think we need to, to spin. Okay. Spin the All beer. good. Yeah. Anything from you, Bags? I've got a... What I'm not liking. Oh. It's been a while. Mm. Yeah. Just throw it out there. I'll just let it... It's, it's. I'm okay if it doesn't have a... But this is something I prefer. Okay. So I went to Adelaide last weekend. Ooh. Thanks for telling us. Yep. Um, yep. What was in Adelaide? Just just oh, wanted to go? Or? I almost got roped into a game of rugby, actually. There was... Uh, Chantel's grandparents are there. Mm-hmm. They're big into their local rugby club. Yep. Last time here, like, oh, we'll get you to play her. No, no. I, our flight got cancelled when we got there. Like, we had, a, we had a jumper for you. We had shorts for you. We had boots for you. I'm like, oh, fuck me. Right <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I didn't get a play because we rocked up at half time. Uh-huh. But when I'm sitting on the plane, something I love to hear and something that I did not hear, which frustrated me, is the captain just introduce himself. Just oh. say, hey, going. This is my name. We'll be leaving soon. Going to be making a left turn. It just makes you feel more comfortable. We're taking a left turn. What is this? What? When they're taking off, they're like, oh, we're going to oh, make like okay. a slot. Yeah. Or if they say, you know, we've got some turbulence coming up initially. After that, it should be cruisy. Because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, well, he's ticking boxes. Like, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. He knows what the turbulence is. This guy is a professional. He's clearly a pilot. When no one says anything, I just assume he's shitting himself. <laughs> he's sitting in there going, how the fuck am I supposed to take this thing off the ground? It's Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just puts me at ease. So it's it's not something I hate. It's it's more something I, I prefer to happen. So you, you want... Uh, a confident yep. pilot. What about if you found out that that wasn't even the pilot talking? That was just someone there? Oh, if it makes me feel comfortable, I don't really care. Okay. So it's just more about a feeling. You don't need yep. to... Oh, What about if the captain like came down all the aisles and said, G'day, I'm the captain. Uh, That's too much. Overkill. That much. But like, for instance, uh, years ago, went to Hawaii. On the flight back... Saw the pilot take a ukulele into the cockpit, and I thought that's a ma- that's a man with confidence. <laughs> he's having he's, an absolute piss take. He's taking the autopilot to a new level. If he's got, he's, if he's confident enough to play the ukulele in the cockpit, then did I'll he play just, a song for you? He didn't. Oh. might have been practicing. That's fine though. Yeah, but maybe it's, I, just, I just like he's like of- <laughs> I can't find time to do it. May as well do it when I'm flying a plane. Fucking hell, life is too busy. <laughs> Let's just do it at work. Um, yeah, so that's that's. Cool. Not what I hate, what I'd like. I'd like for pilots to introduce themselves a bit more. Oh. Very good. Very good. I like it. All right. Let's, let's leave it at there as pilots need to introduce themselves better. <laughs> yeah. I think they, they just need to tell some stories. <laughs> the first time I'll talk oh, plane. Sh- oh, jeez. <laughs> good God. Oh, All right. Then, eh? Yeah. Let's leave it. There. Let's go. All right. Uh, as always, uh, feel free to get in touch with us at uh, cameoguys at gmail.com mm-hmm. or on Instagram, yeah, kind of Twitter, and Facebook at cameoguys. Yes. All right, that's it for this week. Next we'll time. See you next time. See ya.